Hi, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here at Cypress North on July 20th, 2018. Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of everything that has happened in the digital marketing world where we recap, inform, and educate you about everything that's happened. Also, we do this live without a net, unedited, uncut, coming at you raw here. Yes, and be sure to head over to marketingoclock.com for the show notes and all the links to everything that we'll be talking about today. And if you prefer podcast form, we have that too. And if you prefer video, again, <laughs> shoot on over to YouTube. All right, first up this week in digital marketing news, Facebook Ads Manager, the app for managing your Facebook ads, has made it easier to build ads within the app. And for the most part, that would be something that we'd probably highly recommend against, mm -hmm. but it actually is, is fairly nice for some of the, maybe a smaller retailer or something like that. It kind of resembles a lot of those different apps that allow you to, to craft better images and kind of punch things up with text. And basically, you can make, and it's up here on screen if you're watching, you can have a text overlay and a text policy checker as well, an image cropper, different templates to choose from, shapes, stickers, and logos, and you can even throw color filters on there. So while it's probably not gonna be for your power user, if you're in a pinch, you're out at an event, you want you gotta you, you snap something on your phone quick and you wanna let people know exactly what's happening and throw an ad up there, it's not too bad. And yeah. again, even you, you don't even need to buy some sort of uh, tool to, again, manipulate your photos on your phone. Yeah, I think that's the coolest part too. And I, um, when I saw this article come through, I actually opened the app for the first time in years on my phone and was surprised how different it was. So again, not something I really use regularly, but could mm. be cool on the fly, like Greg said. Yes, but still, us power Facebook advertisers would just probably prefer a desktop version <laughs> of yeah. Of the uh, of a way to create it, create ads on desktop. That's that's our, our ideal wish. But hey, this is this is nice for the small business. Yeah. All right. Speaking of desktops or lack thereof, Google Posts has added a call now button as a call to action. This is not desktop related at all, kids. It's a new CTA that's available in your Google Posts and basically allows users to click call now to call your business. It will pull in automatically the number you have in your Google My Business account. As of right now, there's no way to change that. So if you're doing any kind of call tracking, don't expect to be able to do it here. Uh, but anyway, it's a really great option just for getting people to call your business directly, have them order a pizza, schedule a massage, you know, say hello, whatever you want them to do when they call, they can do that super easily now. Right, and this makes a lot of sense, especially on the heels of that announcement about smart campaigns, mm -hmm. where Google is essentially going to allow people to advertise without a website. And again, <laughs> we've been, it's been like this theme throughout week after week that you need to look at your Google My Business account, it's something that they're building, there's posts, and it's kind of come up to this point where they're really trying to make it so you don't need a website. And again, this is a, 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 the next step of a conversion for, for some of those folks, some of those poor folks <laughs> that are going to be using smart campaigns. You know what, though? If you don't have a website, do you have a phone? I don't think that's possible. Just saying. I don't know. Nobody <laughs> knows. How could you know that? Call me. You'll find out. <laughs> All right. Next up. Google is changing the way that Google image images uh, traffic will be showing up into your site. It's been one of those kind of thorns and I guess SEO's backs of trying to 
figure out what percentage of traffic is actually coming from Google, what is coming from image search. It used to come from images.google.com. Um, it had changed a little bit there and, and you could still find it by going and, and looking at Google and then sorting by referral paths. But Google said, hey, we're gonna make it easy on everybody. Any traffic that come, <laughs> any traffic that comes from images is now going to be using the refer images.google.com. So every now and then you see like a huge fluctuation. You're like, what, what is what is happening here? And you're like, oh, it's, this is images, you know. And, and, and now we're going to be able to really segment that easily, and it's just going to save us a lot of time. So thank you very <laughs> much for this. And if you're looking at images traffic, again, you can now sort and, and see it. The refer be images.google.com. Yes, and they did say that it'll be rolling out over the next few months, so you may already have it. We don't know. There's no hard date, though, so once you start to see that, probably a good idea to maybe annotate that in analytics. Absolutely. Just for reference. All right, you can now see when your friends are online in Instagram to DM them. I believe this is available already. Uh, I already turned the setting off, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but if your friends are active on Instagram, you'll now see a green dot next to their profile picture at a couple different places within the app, including the inbox as well as your friends list if you're sharing a post or want to share a post from your feed. The only thing is you'll only be able to see that status for people that you follow, who follow you back, or if you have DM'd with them before. So you've got to be able to prove that you've interacted with these people before to see their status. A couple folks here were joking about how we really don't like this idea. We don't want people to know when we're maybe sitting on the toilet, scrolling through our feed, and we're available now to chat. Yeah. But uh, the good news is you could just pop into your settings and turn that right <laughs> off. And this is like a power move for sliding into DMs now this where you can see that somebody's actually there. I don't know what that means, Greg. It, it's like a phrase that like young folk use about, it, it's like a cool way of saying messaging, I think. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna slide <laughs> out of that conversation because I don't understand. But so, so to me, I think, I think the big point is how does this relate back to marketing? Mm -hmm. And when Snapchat released their numbers at the beginning of the year, I know that they, they had said that there were 87 million daily unique visitors that were using the tool as a messaging service, just sending snaps back and forth to one another. So Instagram has really, really stepped everything up. Um, this, again, they're really working on, on um, direct messaging and making this not only a social tool, but a messaging tool. So advertisers just, again, something to keep at the back of your mind is that Instagram is going, <laughs> uh, going full throttle here towards uh, keeping, <laughs> keeping uh, this relevant and cutting edge. Yeah, which is cool. And for, you know, non-marketers and marketers alike, don't expect to be able to be stalking because if you turn this feature off for yourself, you won't be able to see other people's statuses either. So, cool. something to keep in mind. All right. And then now on to our lightning round. First up on the lightning round this week, Google AMP has some new monetization, revamped bookends and metadata. And so basically, uh, AMP Stories is, is what this applies to. This was launched back in February. Mm -hmm. And you're now gonna be able to use, according to Google itself, monetization capabilities, including ad serve from DoubleClick for publishers. <clears throat> That's now Google Ads Manager. Just so you know, Google, uh, you changed that about six days ago. Um, and so you'll be able to actually monetize these stories. Uh, you can also put in uh, metadata to try to have 
better preview of the story come across on those uh, in the AMP ecosystem. And you can also have better call to action links, text boxes, portrait and landscape cards. Um, and then they also put out a new full roadmap and there were some interesting things in there, including paywalls for, again, this is all for AMP stories, um, responsive scaling, and then just different clickable elements in there. Um, but they do a good job of showing where they've come and, and just where the, the overall roadmap is. Um, and this is now open to all developers. There's no trial or, or whitelist. So if you haven't tried AMP Stories, uh, you may. One thing I saw that was really funny in the release, at least to me, is typically people embellish a lot of these numbers. And the exact quote from Google on this is, uh, we've announced the, the developer preview of AMP Stories. Since then, publishers have authored thousands of stories experimenting Aww. with the format. That was like hundreds of thousands. Seems low. Yeah, yeah that's so, cute. It's open to you. Let's see that next, next release be hundreds of thousands. Yeah, um, no one made an amped up pun yet. I feel like we got to get that in. Well, that's an ample job there. Oh, that is really good. All right, next up, lightning style. Instagram is testing a feature that allows public accounts to remove followers. This is not available for everybody yet, and for those people that have spotted it, it's only on Android so far. Uh, but it's kind of cool. It lets you say, okay, I don't want this person to be able to see my posts anymore, and it goes the privacy style of not notifying the person that this has happened. So no one knows that you've un or not unfollowed them. No one knows you've blocked them from following you. Um, it's good. Good for yeah. I like privacy. it. Blocking somebody is like a full measure, right? Yes. It's like the kind of social equivalency of a restraining order. Ooh, you know, that's and creepy. Yeah, well, it is. I mean, it you can't is. see anything. Yeah. But I like this because you can just be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make them not follow me anymore. And I was, th it's, it's kind of like if you just change your phone number and don't tell them. Right. You know, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I'm still here. You can find me if you want to, but yeah, I mean, probably don't want you to. Yeah, and they can, I'm sure, just follow you again, right? I didn't see anything on that, but maybe, <laughs> whatever. Yep, all right, and then we also have next, the Google Search Console API now gives you 25,000 rows per request. This is 5x the number uh, that you could pull out before. So if you're using that to keep all of your data, you can now get more data, which is always something that we enjoy. Love data. All right, finally, uh, the EU has fined Google a small chunk of change, small equaling $5 billion. $5 billion. I mean, I didn't even know that much money existed. I feel like we should set up our own union of some kind. Ooh, and just, just start fining people. Six billion. There you go. Or four billion, and maybe they'll pay it. No. Undercutters. Uh, <laughs> why did they do this? I guess we should probably talk about that. Um, it is because Google is apparently forcing cell phone makers that use the Android OS on their phones to install Google search and browser apps. The EU said that this is naughty because it restricts competition and reduces choices for consumers. That's an exact quote. So that was the reason for the fine. Yep, and it's an antitrust fine. They're doing too, too much, too hard on competition. Rude. Okay. And that's it for the lightning round, which brings us to our must-read marketing article of the week, which comes from the one, the only, Glenn Gabe over at G Squared Interactive. And he put together a phenomenal article about the video carousels. And in case you hadn't known before, um, many retailers are feeling this, this kind of pressure on the e-commerce side, that there are these uh, video carousels that if you get included into these carousels, uh, you are then, you lose your organic ranking and you instead you're only in the video carousels. Wow. And Glenn is a gem in the industry <laughs> and he puts all the best case studies. I follow him at glengabe.com or glengabe, at glengabe on Twitter. And he breaks everything down. And there are some charts in there that will make your heart sink when you see and in 
kind of does a great job of running through how could you get out of these video carousels if you find yourself in there. So again, it's a must read article, check it out. Great stats, great tangible takeaways from that article. And that does it for today's show. It is now officially not marketing o'clock. Remember, you can catch all the content and all the links that you heard us talk about today by heading on to marketingoclock.com. And don't forget to subscribe so that you can catch us here every Friday for the latest and greatest digital marketing news. <laughs> Happy weekend.